Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the... Um, incomparable is an acceptable term. Oh, incomparable. Yes, incomparable. <laughs> Rob! Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay. The motto of this podcast. <laughs> How's it doing? Okay. <laughs> so, this is uh, going to be a very special week. I'm going to call this week Better Red Than Dead. Oh, nice. Are they we, commies? One of them is. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll all take of it. Them, all of them are red something. Oh, red something. Okay, we're at the reds. Yesterday, nice. Like last week, we talked about Red Ghost, my favorite communist supervillain. Super red Ghost is... It's pretty. You can't top that. You can't yeah. top Red Ghost. See, see, I feel like the unicorn almost does it, but he's my second favorite. Oh, I don't remember the unicorn. Damn. Oh, well, we're gonna talk about it, and I have new intro music, as if you heard, uh, because now we're getting to the point where we're going to be talking about a lot of Soviet Russian villains and <laughs> and heroes. So that's gonna just be uh, the anthem, the the USSR nice. anthem, which is. I'm saying this ironically, kind of a banger for a natural, a natural uh, national anthem. There are some good national anthems out there, and unfortunately, they usually belong to horrible countries. Well, like the USSR one is just like man, it's like no wonder people were like super, super Soviet. It's a rallying cry that song. Like the ones, like the ones that I've heard, or the the renditions I've heard of it was just like, yeah, I would, I like. I would actually probably have some pride in a nation. <laughs> Just a song sells it on me alone. I'm there. Today, well, who we're going to be talking about? Someone okay. who is... um Has a lot of interesting things going on. Oh, Red Fox. No, no. Red Guardian. Red Guardian? Yeah. So, do you know who Red Guardian is? Yes, he is a he was a Soviet, specifically Soviet um Iron Man basically, right? No. No? No. Who am I thinking of? I you're thinking you're thinking of Crimson Dynamo. Oh, Crimson Dynamo. Dynamo. Yeah, Dynamo. Okay, which... Red Guardian, Red Guardian. So, who do you think like like let's say every nation had a Captain America? Okay. But like All a better right. version of Captain America with less steroids and jingoism. <laughs> then you'd end up with Red Guardian and uh and and that's that's pretty much it. He's is he does he operate at the peak of human well, uh Well, funny thing. Uh -huh. We're not talking about the first Red Guardian, we're talking about the second Red Guardian. Red Guardian who is, 2. Oh, hello. Who is, a, who is a lady? She's a lady, and she looks a lot like um, who's that guy with the jetpack in DC Comics? Um, 
got a name like uh, something something. He's You're- in that Krypton show. Oh, the show that I'm not watching because why Damn would it. I watch shows? I'm not either. So. <laughs> well, I, anyway, she she's got a pretty cool suit. Well, okay, I have I have a couple things to nitpick, but like, describe it real quick. All right, so she's wearing a a unitard. Um, well, with, I would say more of a morph suit. Yes, because there's tights. She's got kind of a tights and and uh, onesie on top there. Uh, she's got it's red. Two shades of red, tights one shade, top another, with uh, white gloves and boots and a star on her chest. She's a, and a cowl and, and, and oh come on and say they're it. Pirate, they're just wearing heels with whoa, whoa. pirate boots. Okay, and so she is exactly Captain America with different colors. So by uh, the only thing that I am one hundred percent against, yes. um is. They try to go both ways with the cow, because yes. normally with because they normally go a couple ways with the cow. They either do just a face covering or they do mm-hmm. a full head covering. Yeah, I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to code this Red Guardian more female. Okay, so they let her hair go out. But the thing is, it looks like it's attached to the cow. Yeah, I I always dislike that about um, Batgirl when they had the hair that was clearly just like part of the cow. Um, or, and that just always looks weird to me. Like, like they could have done like, but they wanted to have like the little mohawk fin. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, so they've got the Cree kind of fin thing going on. Yeah. They have, yeah, they have like a Cree fin. The, the problem is, is like, I think they should have either did like the open top thing. Yeah. Cause they do that mm-hmm. with both male and female characters. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah. Where, you know, Cyclops was a big example of that one in the back in the day. Yeah. In like spider, multiple spider women. Oh, spider women. Yeah, they always, that usually looks good. Yeah, I and, like the open um, top. And like a lot of, for whatever reason, a lot of uh, like goons and stuff have it. Like the featured goons. Yes. Yeah, but but I, that's the one nitpick I have. But I agree. I agree. I'd prefer that than the hair out the back. Never yeah. like that. Yeah. But like, you know, she she could have, she could have just, you know, just been like featureless head for the most part yeah but she's got again she's wearing white buccaneer pirate boots it's pretty rad it is it's pretty good it's pretty yeah. good i, it's I gotta not say bad. that i gotta give her points so she's a second red guardian she's a second red guardian yeah okay and she's basically protector of all that is cccp um not necessarily oh, okay Interesting. So this is so her real name is Dr. Tanya Belaskaya. Um, doctor. Oh, yes. a doctor. Yeah. Hello, hello doctor. Hello, doctor. <laughs> uh, she's a neurosurgeon. Oh, okay. I'm liking this. Odd choice of uh, career change, but yeah. I'm liking the, what I hear about her past. And yeah, she is a citizen of the USSR with no criminal record. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't say where in the USSR, just, just USSR? Well, no, she's a legal guard. She's a citizen, uh, okay. just in general. But the not like, place. like Russia, probably. E- e- not like Belarus or something. Uh, well, she was born in Leningrad, so she probably stays close to Leningrad. Okay. All right. Fair um, enough. Her known relatives is Dr. Andre uh, Andrei, uh, Belaskoy. Sky. Oh yeah, they do a weird thing with their last names. They 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 feminize the last name or 
masculinize the oh, last Oh, really? Name. I did Apparently. not know that. Huh. Yeah, I tried to learn, like, some simple Russian phrases and something. So like and, one and is ski and one is sky or something like that? Skaya. Skaya. Ski and skaya. Huh. Never um, knew that. Russia is very weird and complicated, and um, it. Where I'm better off just trying to learn stuff based off of Germanic roots. Yeah, Russia is um, very different. Yeah. Uh, so, group affiliations, defenders, okay. partner oh. of Sergei Krylov, and the presence. Um, the presence is someone who I don't know if I'm going to be talking about ever. <laughs> the presence. Is it a person? It's a person, or it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a, a presence. It's it's a it's a per, it's a proper noun. Okay. So it's either a person, thing, or place. Right. Uh, huh. Okay. First, and it first appeared in Defenders number thirty-five. Interesting, though. So even though she was a dirty commie rat, they allowed her in the Defenders. Huh. First showed up in Defenders number thirty-five. Okay. Bring back my body to me. Lord. Okay. In May 1976. Nice. So, it's going to get a little bit into it, but uh, the, the storyline that she goes into, mm-hmm. I think she stays on the team for quite a while because her origin was in Defenders 55. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, she was around for more than a year. Wow. That's weird. And yet, I know nothing of her. But the storyline she came into is like Pete Gerber. Okay, so it's weird. You know, it, it's like really weird. <laughs> it's also we also may have, we also talked about that storyline. We talked about Plant Man because she fights Plant Man. Oh God, <laughs> so, the return of Plant Man. <laughs> yeah, but um, so Doctor Tanya Beliskaya uh, was was the daughter of Doctor Andrei Beliskai or Beliski. Uh, the leader of the Soviet dissident movement, which oh. protests, which protests the regressive policies of the Soviet Union. Despite her youth, Belaskaya had become one of the world's greatest and most renowned neurosurgeons. Huh. After her father was exiled to Serbia for his public uh, denounce denunciations yeah. denouncements of Soviet policies. Uh, Beliskaya decided to adopt a secret costumed identity, known, <laughs> unknown to the state, in order to help other dissonance to, oh, to okay. fight crime. I thought she was just doing this as a neurosurgeon, and she would just show up to work one day in a superhero outfit, so no one would know exactly who she see, is. See, part of me, part of me, almost wishes it was the opposite. Instead of like fighting the dissonance, instead of being for oh. the dissonance, she she secretly dressed up as a superhero for the Soviet Union yeah. and just beat up dissonance. Yeah, I think uh, we all secretly hoped for that. That would be more fun. Because everyone knows America was perfectly fine at that time, so, you know. 76? We were doing great! Yeah. No one was waiting in line for gas. No, no one. Everyone was equal. It was great. Three Dog you know, Night was listened to regularly. America was great? <laughs> no. Am I supposed to? <laughs> no. Uh, hmm. <laughs> That's the problem. So, she named herself after the deceased Red Guardian, a special intelligence operative of the Soviet government, model, that- and modeled her costume after his. Okay. So, he was kind of the Captain America? Yeah. And okay. we'll talk about him in the Book of the Dead. Oh, awesome. Book of the Dead. Very cool. 
So she knew that the original Red Guardian has been intended to be used as the Soviet Union's counterpart to Captain America. Mm-hmm. She too wanted to be her country's version of Captain America, but but like the nomad type instead right. of what the country should be rather than what the country was. Yeah, which which is a very nebulous idea that almost always leaves people who aren't privileged in the dust in some way. Oh, of course. Of course. Because it's just... why because you know, if we because if you have a lily white Aryan Aryan boy <laughs> as the symbol of America when we have a lot of people who aren't that. Yeah. It's uh you're gonna get pretty much the same old sable. But uh this is also be around the time uh, it should be around the time when uh Captain America was a nomad brief- yeah. briefly. Yeah, because this was post-Nixon, Mind Bomb, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah we, again, I'm going to mention this every time. When Nixon figured out that Captain America knew that he was in the Secret Empire, heavily implied that he killed himself in the Oval oh, Office. Yeah. Oh, right there in front of Captain America. Like, not, I would say more than heavily implied. I would say, like, it, like it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't necessarily show him like put the gun in his mouth and pull the trigger. Yeah, that would be the Garth Ennis version, but. As close as you could possibly be without having this secret service. Yeah, it was knocked out your house. <laughs> very much code approved and very much oh my god, that's that is actually the president and which was a big deal for for nineteen seventy six. Not you know, nowadays oof, people imagine these things daily. But back then <laughs> and, and it's and it's right before and it's and I think that's like when Captain America became nomad. Yeah. And also when which is again one of my favorite moments in comics, like that, like when he originally had a cape with a nomad. Oh, that thing. that costume. Oh, no, he originally had a cape, and what happened is because apparently he always wanted a cape when he was doing <laughs> the USO thing, and it's just like, hey, give me a cape, and it's just like, no, that's dumb. And and like no one of the first things he did as nomad was trip over his cape and get the crap beat out of him. Because he was oh. trapped in it, and then there was no cape anymore. That actually sounds delightful. <laughs> it's I have pretty to read good. That. It's yeah. pretty good. That's the that's Engelhart, definitely Cap. That's one hundred percent because Engelhart yeah. is the the one who would do that. Yeah, yeah, he's got a he would do something weirdly humanizing in such a bizarre way, but it fits. I I, I love that. No one would yeah, ever but, do that now. Yeah, but she's she's like the you know going to be the version of the Soviet the uh, Soviet. Russia that she wants. Right, right. Her the what how she sees it should be. She would attempt to uphold the spirit of liberty, which Captain America represented, which okay. the Soviet Union suppressed. And she was motivated by a deep love of her native country and moved it who who desired to move it more toward liberalization liberalization. So she instantly moved to America and joined up with a second tier superhero group. Well, that was after a couple things. A couple of things. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We're not so, there yet. Doctor Strange. Mm. Again, I want I wanted to say Doctor Strange did this. Doctor Strange obtained permission for Belaskaya to come to the United States to perform complicated operation on uh, Kyle Richmond. Okay. Who's also known as Nighthawk, the man who has the strength of two men at night. <laughs> yeah, only at night. <laughs> This is Nighthawk's the worst. Who's worse, Nighthawk or Darkhawk? 
I have some affection for Chris Powell, who because it's is the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. some affection for I him. Nighthawk is just every version of him, no matter what, is someone who just like you deserve to die in almost every iteration. <laughs> and they usually do. <laughs> I think that Kyle Richman is worse because he's just an unabashed capitalist. Fair enough. Um, and I, he gets a little bit better towards before he dies, but not by much. No, they never really did anything but this, with him. But also, Doctor Strange, he the way he obtained permission was like he just basically flew over to Russia and be like, <laughs> "Hey, let me, let me. I'm my hands no good." I, I good need, hand lady. I need your lady. Good hands lady. <laughs> and, and Who's your lady with the best hands? We need we need a person who has who has hands that was as good as mine before I decided to drunk drive. <laughs> and and then they're just like, here, here, good lady with good hand. Get, just go. <laughs> Do whatever this guy and, says. But like he basically basically he uses power as a brainwash someone to get Russia. Oh my god. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. It's, I mean, you would too as Stephen Strange. That's the thing with Doctor it, Strange. And also, the complicated operation right. which is Kyle Richman mm-hmm. had his brain taken out of his body. <laughs> Real Sp- Spock's brain situation here? Okay. Yeah. Well, th- th- that's not. Th- th- we're not even to the complicated part. Uh, he had his brain <laughs> taken out of his body. It's a big straw. Mm-hmm. And for a very long time, he was just a brain in a bowl. Not covered, not in a jar, in a bowl. Just a bowl. In a bowl. Uh, and Chandu the mystic's brain uh, <laughs> yep. was put into his body. Oh, and, I got you. That's Chandu why they the had mystic, compatible brains. <laughs> and Chandu the mystic yeah. was just like, hey, look at me. I'm Kyle Richman. I'm super rich and I have the strength of two men at Ooh. night. And and but then Doctor Strange was just like, "You're not Kyle. You know a lot about all this magic stuff. I don't tell you about." It was Andor. <laughs> so so what he did was he pushed his brain out into a baby deer that the Hulk was taking <laughs> care of. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no, and then, and then no. there's multiple. And then there's multiple issues of Chandu the Mystic just being a, a baby, baby deer. deer. Oh my and, god! And in the brain, and the Jack Norris, which was Valkyrie's hus- former husband before she was put into another dimension, and then rescued by the Enchantress, and then turned into the. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. That was yeah, a but, lot of Valkyrie. But, Jack, <laughs> but just Jack Norris. Yeah. Who is basically. The point of view character, who's also just a jerk, right? What his brain was put into Nighthawk's body, so he could pretend to be Chandu the Mystic inside of Nighthawk's As body. Night- oh my gosh, I'm, I'm losing <laughs> it here. Okay, all right. <laughs> and the 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 complicated situation was she had to take out Chandu the Mystic's brain and so- put Kyle's brain in. Okay, wait, wait, no, 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 that wasn't Chandu's brain at that point, that oh, was No, 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 Jack. no, it was Chan- no, no, it was Chandu's brain, no, because the brain of Jack Norris was not put into his body, oh, so it was Doctor, his mind. So Doctor Strange didn't actually move the brain, he just took the, 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 mind. the essence, the mind out, yes. put it in a baby deer, then took this guy's mind, so how, okay, I'm gonna go back to the beginning, <laughs> so Chandu the mystic had enough magic that he could just do this brain operation no, no, without no, no, no. needing no this was done this was done by science through Ooh, the then? other people the other people in the head i cannot talk about this right now why didn't steven strange go to them why why did because he go to bad, russia because no, they're bad guys 
But she's Russian. That was bad back then, right? Well, well, no, this was at the time where they're trying to, you know, make the Russians not all bad. All right. Okay. But what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about the headmen. (laughs) We are definitely going to talk about that. With you. With you. Right now. Let's um, do not, it. No, no, not right I've now. Got, a separate I've got, episode. I've got six hours, and we're going to talk about the headmen <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, we're going to do a separate episode about the headmen. Okay, um, people, get but, ready. The greatest super team of all time. and Super villain team. Well, still super. Featuring featuring a person who shrunk his head, yeah. and he now has a saggy face. John to the Mystic, which is <laughs> a, a lot to explain. Uh, Ruby t- Ruby Tuesdays, which is a restaurant. It's just a restaurant. <laughs> no, it's like a sexy lady with a globe head. She's super turn- sexy. That's the creepy part about it. Like she's got like a super sexy body. And what's really weird is her apartment. The walls are just covered with random shit, like uh, the old bicycle, like old hubcaps and uh, alligators wearing sunglasses. Like it's just really random Un- road unlimited, signs. Unlimited salad bar. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but if she offers you a drink, take it because it's going to be at least twenty four ounces. And she can also and all turn. Liquor. She can also turn her head into anything, but she just prefers to have it as a globe. Yeah, and club. then and then there's a then there's a guy who has a regular head but a gorilla body. Yep, yep, yeah. And he's the reverse headman because uh, because he's got the wrong head, it, but it should be the right head, but it's the wrong head. Yeah. He, so uh, we'll do an episode just about them because. Mm. 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 it's a thing i've but only yeah, read about talk- them in the handbook so we so. sorry we Come talked on. way too much about uh some steve oh, gerber yeah, stuff and got off red we guardian got off somehow talking about steve gerber plots i wonder why because <laughs> they're so insane <laughs> also also i did not even mention the whole side plot that eventually became the main plot where nebula uh or nebula nebutron was pretending to be like a nebbish self-help like Tony Robbins Robbins guy called the and part of the thing was uh he would dehumanize the people by putting a mascot clown mascot him and just having like him and a bunch of cheerleaders yell bozo Listen, at them also Jesse, in cl- Jesse, sorry I am not interested <laughs> in reading your spec script script tech script for the next season of American Horror Story um and i'm frankly what? sickened by all of this okay i'm, I'm sorry i've just described you as steve gerber plot uh-huh i bet you are <laughs> sure which we'll get into that when we talk about nebulon oh boy oh he's, boy he's also the person he's also the person who two thousand years later red guardian v2 yes uh, she went, so she went to America and went to perform the, the complicated, <laughs> slightly complicated reverse brainectomy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also, also the way they got Kyle's original brain is that, uh, Nighthawk, who uh-huh. was currently, who currently had the brain of Chandu, but the mind of Jack Norris, uh, was flew using his jetpack right. with a with a brain in a bowl, not a jar, a bowl. <laughs> so he could get the right brain in the right <laughs> Did he at least saran wrap the bowl? Like something. Like and also also another thing. Another thing. Um 
the entire time this was happening, uh, like Nighthawk in his own brain was just like, what is existence? <laughs> yeah, of and course. He, and, he, and he had basically, he basically had ego death for like a good 10 issues after that, which I oh. understand. Yeah, that, that actually is the most realistic thing about this whole story. Like, like if you read this, if you read the stories, like there is not, like there's a point where he very quietly goes up to Doctor Strange. It's like, I need you to tell me that I'm real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And it's just like... Oh my god. Oh my god. It's, that sounds like a Neil LeBoot movie or something. Like, I just, whoa. Like, I, oh my god. It's such... <laughs> mm, it's didn't, 70 goodness. Didn't Julianne Moore say that in Magnolia to uh, Philip Seymour often? Like, okay, okay. We need to get through this. <laughs> I just need you to tell me I'm real, Jesse, before we can go on. I just need you. <laughs> like, like the realest, like, that's one of the realest reactions to, like, oh. having an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah, ever. That's, that is some, and then in the next page, I'm sure somebody punched uh, Plant Man in the face. Like, that's so crazy. To- well, 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 funny enough, we're about to talk about Plant Man. Plant so Man. after, after, after Kyle's brain was put into his proper body, um... <laughs> He uh, he was uh, being stolen by. Uh, remember uh, Porcupine and the Ill yeah, and Plant yep. Man. Mm-hmm. They were they, stealing they Kyle because the they're just they stole Kyle right, right outside of the the <laughs> hospital, and they're going to ransom him. Wow, that guy can't catch a break. So she acted. So so then she went into Red Guardian mode. Okay, and does what does that in, include exactly? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to our powers, yeah. Well, we'll get to that after we stop explaining Steve Gerber plots and everything related to them. <laughs> right. uh, so, so after afterwards, she was forced to return to the Soviet Union by Sorge Krylov, also known as the Presence. Okay, the Presence. I don't think we talked about the Presence. I might have to make a, a special, I might does, have to talk about the. Does he get delivered by Santa Claus every year? No. Wrong no. presence. But it's a, a it. brilliant scientist who became a powerful figure in the Soviet government. Of course. Um, apparently, there is th- there is an entry for the presence. I don't know where, but hmm. there is an entry for him. Um, and she he selected her as the woman who he most who he believed was most worthy to be his mate once he had achieved his goal of transforming himself into a superhuman being. I've used that line before. Um, you'd be surprised it works yeah you you currently have a couple of children yeah yeah totally i'm just she's just waiting for those superpowers to show up any moment now (laughs) yep she's already waited 70 years (laughs) (laughs) that's right uh through exposure of cobalt radiation and nuclear explosion he transformed himself and Belaskaya into superhuman beings capable of generating nuclear energy and using it in various ways. Legit. I like it. And then he placed her under his uh, mental domination. The uh, defenders battled the presence in in the entranced Red Guardian. She succeeded in gaining uh, regaining control during the battle and demanded that uh, Krylov leave her, claiming that he did not truly love her and was trying to force his own, force 
her into his own image. No, what 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 about mind control could be anything taken as forcing? That's crazy. Uh, I have multiple ideas, I mean, multiple uh, feelings about this sentence. Kryloff did really love her, but departed, crushed. Did, well, really? Did he yeah. really love her? Did he was just like, that sounds like a nice guy. I agree. Like a, like a nice guy TM thing. He is definitely, he's gonna, it's a nice guy thing. He's been nagging her for a while, but uh, I think he's he's on a subreddit right now complaining about her. Or is he dead? Uh, I don't think he's dead. She just kicked him to the curb. So he, he departed crushed. He probably created Omega Red or something. Who knows? But yeah, but since since in her new form, she emitted harmful radiation constantly, nope. she allowed herself to be taken into custody by the Soviet government, who kept her in a chamber at a, res- uh, at a research institute. Okay. Does um, her suit now do the same thing, probably? Probably. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Um not yet, anyway. Uh, then the the presence was ci- was sighted back well, again in a radioactive Serbian area called the Forbidden Zone, also <laughs> where you can see the uh, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> That's in the Forbidden Buried Zone. Buried in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is not. <laughs> it's ape law. You can't go into the Forbidden Zone. Also, there's nothing to do in Serbia, so just don't go. <laughs> There was also a underground group of hyper-evolved humans who oh, secretly man. pull the string. Oh, don't get me started on uh, Return. Beneath the Planet beneath, of the Apes? Beneath, I mean, Beneath. It's a, I love that movie. I think um, I've seen that one actually more than the first one. I, I've seen mostly Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, mostly because I, I, I like Conquest of the Planet of the Apes Is that lot. the time travel, or is that the... No, that's the one where Caesar is... No, that's where it shows Caesar's wi- yeah, rise. Yeah, Caesar's rise. Okay, I like it. It's so interesting. Oh, I could talk about the eight movies for a while. I'm sorry. But as the budgets <laughs> go down, they're just like, let's just go with a crazy idea. And they're like, okay. And I loved it. I love it. Yeah. Also, if you read Boom Comics, uh, Planet of the Apes, Forbidden Zone is also where the Forbidden um, Zone, Skull Island, Forbidden Zone, sorry, mm. is where Skull Island is, where the giant King Kong is. Nice. It's also where the Green Lantern uh, ring, one of the Green Lantern rings, landed. Weird. Um, Wait, does an ape get the Green Lantern ring? Yeah. <gasps> okay. I'm, nope. It's I, interesting. I, I, I don't uh, read a lot of Boom Studios, but uh, I might have to check those Boom out. Boom Studios has some really good stuff. Okay. Okay, I'll check it out. So the Red Guardian was released to investigate the presence of presence (laughs) and found him battling a gargantuan life form created by Kryov's past genetic engineering in uh, mutated by radioactive waste. In fighting his, his, the life form alongside him, uh, she began falling in love with him. The, wait, the and life she, form? Or no, 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 cry off. Okay, good. Cry off. And, <laughs> and the, she fell in love with the presence while being in the presence of the presence. Well, that'll do it. It's like the situation. And she remained in the forbidden zone with him. <laughs> also with those damn dirty apes. <laughs> uh, she has no then, respect for ape law. I just don't approve. Yeah, later, the renegade Soviet scientist, Professor Pieter... Uh, Phobos created a means to drain energy from the presence in the Red Guardian, 
Is that a good thing? Like, she's no longer radioactive? No, not a good thing. No, no, not good. In Got order it. to extend the Forbidden Zone's radiation all over the Soviet Union. Oh, Union. so definitely not good. Okay. Um, in order to thwart it, uh, in order to thwart his play, in the presence and the Red Guardian absorbed the radiation in the Forbidden Zone into themselves. Then they left Earth, claiming that it would they would trans <laughs> that they would transform themselves in inert matter, but they're far, far enough away huh. from the planet. Um, let me tell you, that did not happen. No, because when someone's like, I'm going to leave the planet, I promise I will turn into inert matter. I swear, guys, it's going to happen. Do not trust that person. Yeah, she turns into, she turns into a, uh, a supervillain named Starlight. Oh my god. Starlight. So, she becomes a cosmic, uh, character. Yeah, huh. so basically their presence of their final fates are, remains unknown until, you know, something happens. Hmm. Uh, so she's 5'9". Uh, okay. Weighs 230. Does that include the uh, buccaneer boots or not? No. Okay. I would say it Wait, it weighs 230? She, she, no, 130. <laughs> you said 230. I'm like, I said 130. wow, you go Marvel Comics. That's awesome. <laughs> no, no, we are actually going to talk about a, like a... Like a female character that's like actually thick, and oh. it just like and like huh. later on, every time I pass by her picture, I'm just like, "God damn, girl, you thick!" <laughs> <laughs> like every single time. <laughs> but uh, but she has blue blue eyes and black hair. All right, it's um, a, a good look for a neuroscientist. Before she before she was transformed, she was she had like you know she did a lot of exercise and stuff. Okay, she was um, fit. She was fit, as the Brits would say. Uh, she's a fit bird. Yeah, a fit, a fit bird. So basically, her powers after she uh, got exposed to cobalt radiation and nuclear bomb, um, she can psionically generate n- nuclear energy mm-hmm. and use it for flight and shoot stuff. Sure, and other unspecified uses. <laughs> so basically, anything. Yeah. So, um, if she wanted to, like, one of the other unspecified uses is giving her enemies tumors. <laughs> like, like what she does is she just stays out, like, stands outside of their home, flying, just, of course. Yeah. And yeah, then just she hovering. just makes a steady, just a steady, small stream of radiation right around their liver. Yeah, just one no, night, no, you know. Nothing, nothing, nothing that will kill them, no. but something that will definitely debilitate them. Yeah, if- and then over time will kill them, but you know what? It would have happened anyway. So, yeah, no, like, she puts it on, like, a, a part of the liver that's easily able to be, you know, removed. Right, so you're just, they're going to have to recover, there's going to be a operation, ooh, maybe she knows the surgeon, maybe it's a whole thing she's got going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a smart move. Yeah, and basically, um, if she's she's continually generating nuclear energy, so she's not able to like be around people mm. really without giving them everything that includes radiation poisoning. Huh. And yet Elon Musk is allowed to walk around humanity. Yeah. Hmm. So she she's also she was one of the world's greatest neurosurgeons. Oh sure. And she's also trained herself to be like an Olympic level athlete. So, I mean, which really, she needs to just join the club of the millions of Olympic level athletes <laughs> in in the Marvel universe with peak human potential. Everybody has peak human potential, and if that was the real world, we'd have, we'd be covered in superheroes. 
everybody in the Olympics? Come on. They would just be, they'd walk out of the Olympics and their governments would pick them up in trucks and turn them into superheroes. If I had, if I had a dime every single time I read peak, peak, peak human, mm-hmm. like when I'm reading about like normal, normal people that superhuman powers, <laughs> right. like I would, I would probably be able to pay my rent. Yeah. Like at least one year, one yeah. month. Yeah. He's got the strength of a uh, like, peak like, of a. Someone had peak human performance. Also, also like that, it just makes Captain America not that special because he had to do it through steroids. Yeah, and everyone else just does it through hard work and dedication. Yeah, but he was so scrappy. He was so scrappy. Okay, but yeah, we're we're done. Well, Red Guardian, I feel like we hardly knew you because uh, there really wasn't much to know you by. No, not not really. No, but uh, we appreciate your costume. Your po- costume was pretty rad. I, just a tweak on that cow would yeah. make it like real good. Oh, you could fix that. That that's fixable. But uh, like all, all you would really need to do is just make it like an open air. Yeah, cow. Open air and done, and it would look great. You could you wouldn't even have to redo it when they inevitably brought her back from the dead or whatever. And you just draw it cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What's your plugs? Uh, sure. I'll plug uh, Interrupted Tales, my podcast. Uh, it's a little bit like Mystery Science Theater for short stories. We read old pulp stories and add commentary and jokes. And you can find us on all the podcast platforms and at interruptedtales.com. Jesse? My name is Jesse Cooper. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. Mm-hmm. It was okay, just canceled. Sorry. Interesting. No, 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 sorry. I just clicked on the presence, and I'm just like, apparently, he's the father of Darkstar and Vanguard, who I'm going to be talking about later. Really? Mm. Why is he in this book? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Sorry. Oh. I'm, I'm confused at this moment. Apparently, he's in here somewhere. He's in an appendix somewhere. Yeah. But, but, but never mind. So, uh, yeah, I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where mm-hmm. I talk about cryptids. Um, if you'd like to see my little cryptid. Uh, my cat with four <laughs> thumbs, you can go to my Instagram. I recently just posted a picture of him to being real cute before he tried to attack me to oh. make me eat him and to make me feed him. That picture was super cute. I did not know he was about to attack. Oh, he was about to attack it me. Was- that's, most of my pictures are right before he attacks me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time he stays still enough to take pictures. Uh. Very but, uh, adorable little hell beasts that we invite into our home. Why? I, mean, I 100% are, have like toxoplasmosis because I would not take that from any other creature. Right. No, no. We have been, our brains have been turned into a mushy substance to put up with them. It's true. It's true. But yeah, I'd look at pictures of him. If you don't like to look at the pictures of the people we're talking about, including Red Guardian, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter or the HodgePod group on Facebook. And uh, also, I have a Patreon. If you'd like to support me, just uh, go to the links down below. And yeah, that'd be great. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. And may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Good night. Bye. And I was a dummy and did not pull up the extra information I normally put in. Sorry.
This is where he cuts it out, and then all of a sudden he acts like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. My favorite part of the show, with all the heavy, heavy editing that's normally done to take these parts out so that Jesse looks brilliant. Yeah, I definitely never, ever (laughs) cut myself to sound like I'm smarter or make my jokes timing better. (laughs) No. I never, ever done that. No, he's he's just he's just like this all the time, folks. All the time. But he can't type very There's quickly. There's too so. many red guardians. <laughs> too many red guardians. This is a problem no one's ever had on Earth. This was Defenders. So this was seventies Defenders or eighties yeah. Defenders. Okay, so this oh, was seventies. Yeah. All right. So this was probably that's way too early for Burn. Engelhart? Yep. Engelhart. Okay. Yeah, Engelhart. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. Who else would be in the Defenders? This was Beast Defenders? No, that was later. Later, okay. That was before X-Factor, so it would have been late 70s. Well, actually, no, probably been early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. Iceman and Beast. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's not the right ones. Hmm. Red Guardian 2. Come on, Jess. There's too many Red Guardians. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. There's a lot of Red Guardians, and I'm trying to find the right one. Defenders, no. What the hell? Why is there so many things called the Defenders also? Okay, sorry. I'm trying to find... So, like, I do the thing where, like, sure. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just search up uh-huh. the run and go to the... To the, to the thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and apparently there's like a million <laughs> defenders as well. Are you using Ask Jeeves, Jesse? That could be your problem right there. Are you binging this? This could be your problem. <laughs> See, I should have I should have done this beforehand. Well, I sure. Did, we didn't. all should have done something beforehand. That's how we ended up here somehow. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. I found volume one. Okay. And th- oh my god, it ran for so long. Yeah. For, yeah like, for like kind of a B-tier team, like it ran for a very long time for its first, first volume. Back then you could, though. Back then, like they were just, there were a lot of kind of B-tier, I feel, that just went along. I mean, this was the weird time when, <clears throat> before the X-Men came back. Like this, this was just an odd, odd time where things would keep going and going and going. I mean- Howard the Duck became a huge thing. It was a weird time, Jess. Weird time. Well, Gerber. I mean, Gerber was also helming a lot of stuff as well, which is... Yeah, which is always inevitably weird. <laughs> wait, wait, did she turn... Did she change her name to something? No. No, that's the weird... That's the weird, like, sexy lady with a globe head from that issue. Oh, Interesting. Like a Mysterio, a sexy mis- Oh, wait, I know that. That group. That's a group of bad guys. That's uh, Ruby uh, Tuesday, right? Ruby Isn't Tuesday, name? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, named after the... Uh, yeah, the Rolling Stones song. I was going to say the restaurant. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, named after a, lot of, a late night with a lot of names written down on a pad of paper. That got covered in Jack Daniels barbecue sauce, and the only one she could read was Ruby Tuesday. 
Of course, of course you would change your goddamn name to something that <laughs> has nothing to do with it. Okay, that's why I was having horse She horse. changed her name. But, <clears throat> so I have that. <laughs> Finally. Red Guardian 2, ladies okay. and gentlemen, here it comes. So, Jesse, have a lots of fun cutting out, like, the relevant <laughs> bits in that, because we actually talked when we weren't supposed to. I know, you're gonna, we should have just <laughs> stayed quiet. Oh, well. Yeah. So, so. It's all invisible. To the audience.